Thanks for tuning in to The Big Idea. I'm Michael Anderson. We've got a great show for you today. We've got the mayor, Matt LeVere, as our feature interview. As always, we hope to make the next 30 minutes a very good investment of your time. Today's show is brought to you by GEICO Local Office, car and homeowner's insurance for the 805. You could save up to 15%. Call Greg Mock of GEICO Local Office, 805-487-7847. Welcome to the program. We have Matt LeVere in studio. He is the mayor of the city of Ventura, and it's been a great period of time that we've had here, Matt. Thank you for coming to the studio today. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Well, there's a lot I want to talk about today. And, you know, recently you gave the State of the City address, and uh, we'll start with that. For our listeners that have not heard about the State of the City, share with them what some of the topics are with the State of the City. Things are really exciting in Ventura right now. I know every mayor probably wants to come in and, you know, be optimistic. That's part of our job. But I am genuinely excited about where we're heading in Ventura. And I think to really appreciate where we are, it's it's important to take a step back. I think you and I have a similar story. We were both raised here, born and raised here in Ventura. I uh, went to high school here, and then we both went away for college, right? And I don't know about you, but I after I graduated from college, I, I went to Pepperdine, I was Dean's List, I mean, I was feeling pretty good about myself. And I wanted to come, come home and work. And I tried, and I came back, and I looked around, and there just was nothing for me. And so that led me to, uh, I was back in Washington, D.C., Las Vegas. I know you were in San Francisco. Right. And so it was really tough for kids like us to come home. And that was really discouraging. And when I was finally got my law degree, that was kind of my golden ticket to come back to Ventura. And I came back in 2005 and re- really not much had changed. And that was really the impetus that ended up driving me to run for city council in 2016 was to kind of start being that voice on council that says, you know, what is the Ventura that we're going to be leaving for our kids? You know, you and I both have young kids and where are they going to work? Where are they going to live when they come back to Ventura, hopefully in 20 years? Because I know I want to be here. I hope they want to be here too. And so that was kind of the, the lens I was looking at when I came into city council and when I took over as mayor. And there's some really exciting stuff happening to Ventura now. It's transformational stuff. I mean, we're looking at, if you look just downtown right now, uh, some companies are moving in. What it really comes down to is that Ventura, for whatever reason, had earned a reputation in the past decade that we're just tough to do business here. It's tough. And so that's something we had to change. I've definitely heard that from developers and from other industry folks that Ventura does have a culture about it that makes it challenging. It is. And, and you know, I, and, and rightfully so. We, we, we have a, a process that needs some retooling. And I think the fact that this council has recognized that, it's the first council in a long time that said, hey, we have a problem, let's fix it. And just some basic steps that we're doing in terms of recognizing the problems, we're in the process of retooling our complete uh, to planning and development process. And just the fact that we're taking those steps, people are, are recognizing that, businesses are recognizing that. In the past year, I, I, let's, go, let's go over what's happening downtown. Yeah. Vonazone, a great internet company, moved from Simi Valley to downtown Ventura, brought 40 jobs with them, high-paying jobs. Giddy Up, another internet uh, software firm based in downtown Ventura, just doubled their square footage in our, in our downtown, over 50 employees. Fresh Realm, a really cool state-of-the-art kind of food technology company, came downtown, has close to 100 employees, 14,000 square feet. And then obviously, you know, Trade Desk. Trade Desk is a company that was born in Ventura, that right now they have 250 employees in our downtown and uh, we're working really closely with them to build a new global corporate headquarters in our downtown. Their plan by 2024 is to have 900 people working in our downtown. 
So just add those up. That's that's 1,100 high-paying jobs just in a three-block radius of our downtown. I mean, those are the jobs that that weren't there when you and I wanted to come back to Ventura. And that's what gets me so excited about it. Companies are recognizing that Ventura is a great place to work. It's a great place for their employees to live. And the fact that that's that we've kind of overcome that reputation enough to even get there is really exciting for me. That is exciting. There, I think I definitely see and feel some of that momentum. And it's fascinating how a lot of these things work in a flow of momentum. And if the momentum is going the wrong way, it's hard to do anything. But when the momentum starts going the right way, people start jumping on board and saying, yeah, this is great. We need more of this. We need we want to have jobs that our children can afford homes to live here. And, and I want to touch on that for a second, because you're exactly right. When I after college, I moved to San Francisco and worked there for three, four years, got married, wanted to come back. And we wanted to raise kids here in Ventura, just where I grew up. And it was challenging to do that. And I, I'm fine to be vulnerable and admit that I, I moved in, we moved in with family for a year just to save money. And that was a sacrifice for us. It was a sacrifice for them, but it was something that we did to be able to get a foothold here. And I'm not saying that everyone should have to do that. And, and in many ways, it's better if you don't have to do that. But I think a conversation I hear a lot is, is that it's impossible, so we need to leave. We're moving to Arizona or Oregon or Idaho or Texas. We're leaving. And that's the way we need to do it. We need to leave. And I don't think I, I've been real staunch about this. You don't need to leave. You can choose to leave. But there is a way to make it here if you're willing to make some of those sacrifices. It's funny. I have the same story. I was a 29-year-old lawyer who moved back in with my parents for a year because that was, it was during the economic downturn. And that was the only time I was going to be able to afford a house here. So I moved in with my parents for a year, saved up, and I bought my house in 2009. And it's a sacrifice I made. But I almost wish that those sacrifices didn't have to be made and that we were able to build housing here that was affordable for the workforce. I mean, that that's one of the biggest impediments we have. I mean, the momentum is turning. You are right. But if you talk to any employer, they will tell you the number one impediment they have to hiring the best talent is where are they going to live? How can, and how can my employees afford to live here? And so we, as much as we need to focus on making and correcting the, the business environment in town, which I think we're taking incredible steps in, we have to fix our housing problem. We, are, we need more housing. We need affordable housing. We need workforce housing. We need executive housing. Across the board, we need to fix our housing crisis in Ventura. And it's a statewide problem. It's not just local. Let's talk about it at a local level because you mentioned that. I'm glad that you do because on the program we've had Bruce Stensley. He's the director of the economic development He's great. for Ventura County. He mentions housing is a key issue. We've had Matthew Feenup. He's the director from California Lutheran University and an amazing nationally known forecaster. And he's talks about housing is a key issue in Ventura County. We've had Tim Gallagher, former editor of the Ventura County Star. He talks about housing is a major issue in Ventura County. You're saying the same thing. How do we fix that? What is a solution that's possible that we may look toward? I, that's a problem. We, we all know it's a problem, but it's tricky to know what a solution might be. Is there anything that you can mention that where we might be able to go? Because I know it's not easy either. It's not, you know, it's not an easy fix. A lot of people will have issue with adding more housing. You just mentioned, you know, three of the smartest guys around and they come from different sectors and everyone agrees that housing, it's a crisis here. And if you talk to any CEO, they'll tell you what are the two biggest, uh, 
what, what are your two biggest needs when it comes to hiring employees? They say they want a pipeline of talent. And what, what's great about Ventura is we have pipelines. And a lot of these companies are forming these pipelines between Cal Lutheran, UCSB, Channel Islands. So that's great. People have the talent. They have the talent they need. But it's where is that talent going to live? And it's a matter of we have to build it. We, we don't have enough housing in Ventura to, to house the employees that we need to bring here. And it's not even people who are bringing here. It's people who are already here who just want to buy a house. And you think about it. That's the property tax. There's so many uh, benefits to, to having a, a positive housing stock in Ventura. And it's just a matter. And, you know, we have SOAR in place. And that's a good thing. I supported SOAR. But what SOAR tells us is that we don't build on our open space, but we look to areas in infill development. We look to areas that are maybe already built, but they're built poorly. And they're just ripe for redevelopment, for repurposing. If you drive around Ventura, you can't tell me that every other corner, there's a, there's some kind of property that says, wow, that could be done a lot better. And those are the properties we need to be start looking at saying, what could we be doing there better? Is it a two or three story, nice apartment building? Is it affordable housing? Whatever it is, we need to focus on looking at those, I call them blighted properties and repurposing them. It just takes the political will and 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 in working with the development community to partner and do it. When you look at Generation Z or Generation Y, the millennials that are coming into this time frame now in their life where they're buying homes and they're looking for homes, a lot of them are looking for experiences before they're looking for assets. But if it was more attainable in their mind's eye, they might be looking to acquire some of these assets. But it, I think they go downscale. Like the idea of, I don't need a 2,000 square foot home. I'd be fine in a 900 square foot home where I could have my stuff. And you see these things with RVs. They really make an RV into, like, or a, a, a more, not an RV, but they essentially make a beautiful van into an RV. And, you know, you th and they live in it. And they, they it, this isn't everybody, but there's definitely a thing going on there. And I think there's a theme to less is, is more. Less is workable. You, you, you just hit it right on the head. If you... Go, let's say there's a 25-year-old kid working at trade desk. I say kid, 25-year-old adult working at trade desk, making a decent living. He doesn't want a three and two with a white picket fence in East Ventura. He wants a little studio or a one-bedroom apartment in downtown Ventura where you can walk to coffee, walk to dinner, walk to get a drink at night. He wants that experience that you're talking about. And that's why it's so important. It's, it's you know, every part of Ventura is not ripe for, for high-density housing. It would look weird if we put a five-story dense apartment complex on Kimball. Exactly. <laughs> but nowhere that's perfect, downtown. And so that's where a lot of what we're trying to do is focus. It's called you know strategic home building. And there's some really cool projects coming in that we've already approved that are in the process for development in downtown Ventura. We have a one, we have three uh, apartment projects within our downtown core, you know, close to, I think it's over 600 units combined of really nice apartments. And those are gonna house those 1,100 jobs that is talked about. And we need to do more though, because it's not just, we need to focus on, on, on workforce housing across the city because different people in different stages of life want different housing. We're talking with Matt Levere. He's the mayor of the city of Ventura. And we're going over some things that have been happening in the city of Ventura and things that are on the books to happen soon and talking about the state of the city. You know, Matt, I know there was an issue with vacancies of positions that you have in staff at City Hall. You got a new manager coming in, Alex McIntyre. He's been here not quite a year yet, but he had a big task of filling some vacant positions. I know those have been filled now. Can you give our listeners an update on what's going on with staff? Sure. That's um, 
ever since the fire, December 4, 2017, uh, it was really a time of turmoil in the city. So not only were we recovering from the worst natural disaster in our city's history, but we were doing so with a, a largely interim leadership team. Just through through no fault of anybody, you know, we had an interim city manager when the fire started, and and we, we had an interim city manager after that. And so bringing Alex in has really helped us steady the ship. Alex is an experienced city manager. He's great. He's proactive. He's great in the community. We, we brought him in from Silicon Valley, which is also really helpful because he kind of sees what the 21st century economy is and what, the, what a smart city is. So he's been great. And he came in, and he had to fill five or six department head positions. You know, out of 10 department heads, I think he had to fill half his team with permanent people. And he, it was just last month that we had a full full uh, staff in place, a full permanent department head team uh, in place. Uh, I'm really excited. We have a new uh, community development director, Peter uh, Gilly, who came from Thousand Oaks. He's great. Uh, Phil Nelson's our new public works director, has county and private sector experience. He's great. We brought in a new finance director, Michael Kuhn. Uh, really a great proactive thinker. I like him. And then we have a new assistant city manager I'm really excited about uh, named Akbar that we brought in from the Channel Islands. Um, I think it's the Channel Islands Municipal District down in the harbor there. And he's young, he's hungry, and uh, I really I like his vision. I th- so I'm really excited about this team we've put in place. I've heard many good things about the staff as well. And I want to go to the next topic here and talk about tourism. I think tourism in the city of Ventura has really been great to see the the team that puts tourism together is so great. Can you speak to that? Sure. That's Mar- Marlis Oster and her team at Visa Ventura. They're crucial. I mean, we're a coastal town and we have to utilize that asset. Not, not many towns have that incredible coastline and beach that we have and we have to utilize it. I mean, if you look not to get too kind of nerdy with budget stuff, but you know, we're looking at our budgets three, four or five, 10 years down the line. And it's going to get kind of scary. We're dealing with some pension spikes coming up in the next five years that are going to mainline. And so we have to start thinking, okay, we see out what our budget uh, our budget constraints are going to be. We kind of, And we're looking forward saying, how are we going to meet those demands? And it starts with revenue. We have to start building revenue now to meet those future demands. And I know that that's Alex's number one task. And it's our job as a council to help him. You know, how do we build that revenue now to prepare ourselves for the, our financial future in 5, 10, 15 years? And tourism is a huge part in that. I mean, the TOT dollars that we get from tourism, the, the people who come here and stay in our hotels and eat in our restaurants, those are all taxes that go into our general fund. And so we have to support our tourism district. And we're very fortunate to have people like Marlis and her team doing that because tourism is really doing uh, well in Ventura right now. You mentioned the budget and and issues coming down the line with the budget, pension spikes and other things. And I know that that's a huge issue. A lot of people will say, well, we need to cut certain areas to fix the budget. But what I'm hearing you say is we need to increase revenue to also help fix the budget. And tourism is a way to do that. Are there other ways to do that as well? Or, and is that a way, is that kind of the main focus from your eyes to say, let's bring more revenue in to help with the budget issue that I mean, we have? I mean, a majority of our general fund money comes from property tax and sales tax. And yeah, the one option is we could just cut half the city staff and our budget would be fine. But nobody wants that. We have an incredible workforce. I want to support them. I don't want to cut anybody because those are the people that are out paving the roads and fixing our parks and doing all the work that we love, our firefighters, our police. I mean, we need all of them. I don't want to cut any of them. But we also have these financial realities. And so my thinking is let's grow the revenue and, and not cut. 
And it's possible. If we focus on home building, if we focus on bringing these jobs in, if we focus on tourism, there's ways to grow the pot that will meet our future uh, fiscal realities without having to cut anything. It just takes the hard work now to, to meet those. I think that's well said. I think it's very well said. And I think it's important as well when you say that. I think some people will hear and say, well, you know, you want to build housing. You want to build more housing. You want to build more housing. But you also support SOAR in terms of like housing the right way. Housing the right way. I call it strategic housing. I mean, it, it goes back to the classic question of, I mean, Ventura is incredible and it's so unique. We have a, a, a rich, great history. And so it's how do we maintain that character that's so Ventura while also preparing for the future? And it's that fine line, but that goes to what makes one of the things that makes Ventura and Ventura County so unique is all of our open space. I don't want to change that. That's why it's so great to live here. But at the same time, let's focus on where we can build. That's a great point. I really appreciate that. Talk to us about the business community. Uh, the business community, I know that's changing in a positive way here in Ventura and also in the county. Can you speak to the business community and what's going on and, and who's heading that some of that up uh, in Ventura? Yeah, you know, one, one hire that I didn't mention, and she's, she's been here close to a year now, I think, is Estelle Busa, our new economic development manager. And we got her from Patagonia. She has a, she's working with Carrie Glenn. The two of them kind of make up our economic development team and, and they are all-stars. They are just doing some incredible work. I mean, they're basically the ombudsman at City Hall that gets business done. Because you know, when, a, when a company comes in and says, hey, we wanna expand our business and increase our square footage and bring more employees in, that crosses so many departments at City Hall. There's planning, there's water, there's fire. And so Estelle and Carrie, a lot of what they do is, is shepherd these projects through and make sure we get them done quick. Because the sooner we can get that company expanding and hiring, the sooner we get to see the economic benefits of that. And so Estelle, she's just such a forward thinker. She's proactive. She's out in the community. She's seen asking what she can be doing better, what she can do to help. She's been incredible. And I know Alex has just kind of let her run loose because she's so good. And, and her and Carrie have been incredible. If you haven't met them, you really should. Because I, I'm so, this is the first time in many years that we have such a strong economic development team in place. And I know for small businesses, people that are having a business here in Ventura or around Ventura County that uses Ventura as part of its market, the Chamber of Commerce in the city of Ventura is vibrant. They're fantastic. Um, Stephanie Caldwell and her team, I think, do a wonderful job. Can you speak to some of their work? Uh, St Stephanie is um, unbelievable. And what's great is I see Stephanie and Estelle working in concert so often. And they're, there's a powerhouse team, the two of them. A lot of times when there's a business problem, like for, I'll throw it out there, there was somebody, people saw the social media thing with that C word sushi, that they were having some business problems and right. it, it was spreading on social media. And know what happened is Stephanie and Estelle got together and they solved all of that business's problems. They got that business, everything they needed because the two of them worked together and it's that kind of proactivity where they see a problem and they solve it. And that's just an example, but they're doing that for a lot of businesses where we're trying to do whatever we can to, to let small business in Ventura know that we're here to help you because you really are the, the, the lifeblood of our city. Small business is, is what makes cities go. And we need to do everything we can to bolster and support our small business. And a lot of that is because of the hard work of, of Stephanie and Estelle and Carrie. We're talking with Matt Levere. He's the mayor for the city of Ventura. And we're going over um, all of the hard questions here. Um, but hey, water's been a big issue. And I know you guys have some things in the works for water. For anyone that has heard about that or maybe doesn't know about it, 
what is going on right now with water. In particular, a lot of people talking about the state water and the interconnection that's in the works. Can you speak to that and give an update? Sure. Uh, big update. Uh, on Monday at Council, we are going to be uh, considering the environmental impact report that was just completed on the state water interconnection project. It makes the news that a lot of California is out of the drought. We're the one area in Ventura that is not completely out of the drought. We still are in a sensitive space here in Ventura and a lot of Santa Barbara with the, our drought-like conditions. And Ventura has to start thinking, you know, how are we going to stabilize and enhance our future water supply here? And for the past, I think, 40 or 50 years, we've had this 10,000 acre foot per year allotment of state water that we never got because we're not connected to state water. We don't have a pipeline to actually bring that water in. And so at this council, I'm really proud of because we had the foresight to say, this is a costly project, but we're going to put the money and the resources towards it because it's going to stabilize and enhance our water supply. And so what it is, is we're, a pipeline is going to be built. We're going to connect to state water through the Cayagas Water District. And so we'll have a pipeline running from, that's kind of the Springfield exit in Camarillo along the 118 out to a, a plant, a facility that we have in Satakoy. And that will be our connection to state water. And that way we'll be able to start utilizing our annual allotment. And so not only does that kind of give us a future water supply that, that helps balance and stabilize our current supply, but it's also a lot higher quality water. So it's going to improve the overall quality of Ventura water. And I think those two things together, it's a, a really great project. We're going to hopefully be adopting that EIR on Monday night. Uh, the next step is finalizing the design, and then, it, then it's go. And we're going to start building. And uh, I hope, I think the plan is to have that connection, that interconnection in place by 2023. That's exciting. I know it's um, great to see a good collaboration between Cayegas and Ventura and United and Casitas. I think you guys are all doing a great job with getting this in place because East County and West County have never had a connection with a pipeline in place. And this will be that that helps for many, many reasons. So I'm excited to see the work you guys are doing there. I and I know you're job. pretty involved in that too, Mike. I know you've been a real uh, kind of community advocate for this. And it's been great having you work on that. Are there any other comments that you'd like to share before we close, Matt? No, I'm just, uh, I, you know, I'm just really excited about the future of Ventura. I mean, I have two little girls, and I, I'm just thinking, you know, I think Ventura is going to be such a great place for them to come home to. We just got to keep up the hard work. We got to get people involved, whether it's running for city council, getting on a commission. We need people engaged and involved locally to kind of help with these big decisions we're making now for the future of Ventura. A few months ago, I had Sandy Smith on the program. He teaches in the graduate program at CLU about public policy. And the one question we were trying to answer in that segment is what does good local government look like? How do you give someone a score? And if you were giving a scorecard or a report card on local government, what does it look like? And everything that we talked about, I think in many ways, you and your team have been checking the boxes. So I tip my hat to you. You're doing great work. Thank you for everything. That's Matt Levere, our mayor here in the city of Ventura. So thank you for your time. Today, thank Matt. you, Mike. Our feature interview was brought to you by Boyd & Associates, the largest family-owned security company in Southern California, established in 1967. For your home and business security needs, visit boydsecurity.com or call 805-650-650. 3267.
Now it's time for the Nonprofit Spotlight with your host, Michael Anderson. And it's time for our Nonprofit Spotlight. Each week we like to highlight a local nonprofit doing great work in our community. Today's Nonprofit Spotlight is brought to you by Era Energy, powered by safety, innovation, and community. We help keep California moving forward. Well, today's nonprofit spotlight, we have Matt LeVere in studio, and he has a nonprofit he wants to mention. We'll talk about that. Matt, what is the nonprofit on your mind this morning? The Ventura College Foundation. They do some great work in town. It's, uh, I've been on their board for uh, a little over five years now, and I really have come to appreciate everything that both the Ventura College does for our community in terms of educating our youth, but what the foundation does, what people don't recognize is that a large percentage of the students who attend Ventura College uh, come from, from lower-income families and have a hard time affording uh, the tuition, the books. And what the Ventura College Foundation does is it steps up and provides over a 1,000 scholarships a year to local youth who want to attend Ventura College. We are one of the first foundations to put in what's called a promise program, where if you graduate from a Ventura County High School, you get your first year at Ventura College free. And it's, it was such a successful program that it was actually just adopted by the state. It's a statewide program now. And so we're transferring our program to the second year, where if you're a local kid, you can go to Ventura College for two years for, for almost no tuition. And as you know, I mean, education is the key to somebody's future success. That's powerful. That is so powerful. And it is an amazing program because a lot of kids in those lower socioeconomic areas, that's where I came from. Um, just you, the thought to go to college was not the primary thought after high school. After high school, you think, oh, I'm done with school. Now I can go work or now I can. But you don't think about college first. And really, lowering the resistance to get into college is such a big thing. I think it's great that the foundation does that. And the foundation has been supported very well, but they're also looking for more support as well. We, we need the support of the community because what we do is – so we recognize all the different impediments to people – to, to, to our youth getting their education. It's tuition. The next thing we heard was, okay, thanks for the tuition. That's great. But I have $350, $400 for, for every textbook. And, you know, thousands of dollars in textbooks. That's more than the tuition in some cases. So we said, okay, and we formed a, what's called a textbook lending library where we buy a bunch of books and lend them out to the kids for free. I mean, we try to take every step we can to lower those barriers to education. Uh, and it costs a lot of money, but we have some really incredible board members. We have a lot of support from the community, but we need to get the word out that if you care about the education of, of the kids in our community and making sure that we are a college-educated community, please support the Ventura College Foundation. You know, $25, $50, even $100, it, it goes a long way. I mean, that, that, you're paying for credits to get our students and our youth through college. Our nonprofit spotlight is with Ventura College Foundation. Check them out. Well, that's all the time we have for today's show. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Idea, and a special thanks to the team at Boyd & Associates providing home security to Southern California. Don't forget to find The Big Idea on iTunes. You can subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.